the thing that I've been saying, like I say, whatever it takes, we need to find a way to get Simon to come to the, to the celebration in September. We, we can make it happen. We can make it happen. You see, all of us here, this is not a secret. Everybody who comes to the United States or whichever Western part of the world you are in, you get a scholarship to go to college or university. I mean, one of the simple jobs that we do is janitorial work. And you see, when mm-hmm. I did that job, because of my level of education, I did things in a certain way. And everybody I was working with was basically like, you know, not at the same level of education as I was. They, they couldn't figure out how I was doing things, Roger. They, they couldn't. <laughs> you see, something that used to take them like an hour to do, for me, to take me like less the time. I told them, I said, yes. you, need to strat- yes. you need to strategize yes. and once, have the plan once, to Once pay. you do it yes. once, the next time you'll be asking, how can I make my, this my job much quicker? Yes. How, how can I cut exactly. off some steps and do the same mm-hmm. job? I, yeah. I, I tell the story, Nathan, now you're talking about genitorial jobs. My first job uh, in the United States uh, I needed to survive was at McDonald's. And mm-hmm. uh, I was cleaning in one of the McDonald's. Nathan, by the time I left that job, one, way, uh, w- one year later, mm-hmm. um, I was being paid the same amount as the assistant manager because yeah, of the know. way I used to clean. Because of mm-hmm. the I used because of the way I used to clean. So I would say, Ah, you guys, me I'm tired of this cleaning. They'll give me a raise. It's okay, we will give you fifty cents. Are you willing to go back and okay and there was this ka ka lady ka manager we used to get along. Don't refuse if they give you money. Just accept mm. then we can we can give you something else. You know? Two weeks later I'm making noise. You guys I want to quit. Uh, we'll give you 25 cents. Okay, okay, I see. Yeah. By the time I was leaving, I was leaving McDonald's, I was being mm. paid at a rate per hour, same rate as assistant manager. There you go. That's what education does. That's what it yeah. does. It's transformative, yeah. you know. And amazing stuff, amazing stuff. Good morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. We are we we are here uh, to to solve a lot of matters. Uh, welcome, uh, Titus Saint Paul. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. You you sound uh, nice and alive, Titus. I like that. Uh, of course, I'm alive. Of course I came he, late. He just drank the water. That's what you want yeah. to do. It gives you energy. Want to give you energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bella, we are all over the United States today. We are all over the place. Bella, good morning. Those who have troubled, yeah. Okay. We have okay. feedback here on your phone, Titus. No, that's not Titus. Atlanta. Okay. okay. I think. Okay, mm. we, uh, Mr. Bella. Where is Mr. here? Baruku, um, good morning. Yes. Good morning. Yes. Uh, yes. I was listening to your uh, talk on on uh, janitorial work. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> yes. because I I also worked as a janitor. Uh huh. Yes. An, an efficient one, Tefio Bagalamba. 
Ah, because uh, you know, when my first marriage broke down, I moved from Victoria to you know the only job I could find was uh, you know assistant manager of an apartment building, mm-hmm. not assistant manager but the janitor of the an apartment building. And yes, I did the job for for a, a year or so before I got back into my career. So it's not a lonely job, you know. If you no. if you know that you are destined for greater things. I mean, that's, that's right. not your yes. case. That's but right. you do it. Yes. Yes. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I. Yeah. So good I morning, everybody. Yeah. Good, good morning. morning. It's good to uh, have you with uh, us. Uh, and the, we are going to review as as we go along what's going on in in Zambia about the national dialogue. Uh, but we have other issues as always on this radio. We are going to uh, to, to 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 cover. Uh, where is this moon of mine? Vantimpa. Good morning, my brother. Good morning. You are in the morning. Trump, are you in the Trump, uh, in the Trump country or you are somewhere no, I came outside <laughs> New York? I came back. <laughs> oh, you came back? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, this guy is is Trump place. They don't like him there, you know. So he would rather go to Kansas <laughs> to to somewhere in Texas or somewhere there. In his own state, uh, people don't want him. Yeah. Anyway, I went, we, I went we, to, I went to, to the. Sure, sure. Oh, go ahead. I, go ahead. I went to Mr. Pianki's state. That's Mr. Pianki's state. Although I. Yeah, went but to those are those are the Trump Mr. countries. Those. Yes, those are the yes, Trump yes. Uh, Trump countries. They like him there. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So a lot of things are uh, going on. Uh, we have the national dialogue. Uh, things which are coming from there, nothing. Uh-uh. Uh, very, very yeah. disturbing. We'll, we'll talk, we'll talk uh, uh, at uh, some of them. Uh, no, me, why me, don't no, we... Roger, mm-hmm. me, I'm blaming yeah. Noel. How can Noel go to Zambia and allow such things to be going on? <laughs> no, I, you know, I, in all fairness, I think Nathan is just mad at me because I didn't bring him some chihuahua. So he'll blame everyone <laughs> <on> me. <laughs> Titus, yes, Noel sir. can't go to Zambia and allow this, what are they calling it? I don't know. What's the name? National what? National Dialogue. You are taking away the work of parliament to some fictitious, whatever you want to call it. Uh, let me leave Roger to guide us here because We'll cover some of the, the things which are uh, yeah. Why don't we start uh, from um, outside, outside Zambia? Uh, our next door neighbor uh, continues to be a big, big problem there. I don't know if people are following what's happening in Congo. Uh, number one thing, the mm. <laughs> this was funny. I found, I found this funny. I don't know if it was funny or, or it was me. But in Sekedi, is it Musekedi, that's his name? The new president, a uh, hundred days, I think, is now coming to uh, to close. Uh, hundred days, and he has no cabinet in place. Um, <laughs> That's what I would also do if I became president. <laughs> yeah, 
So he's, uh, I think he's still trying to figure out his um, agreement with, I don't know what he agreed. This guy, uh, apparently, I don't know if he has any members of parliament in parliament, three quarters of the people in parliament in Congo today are Kabilas. So he, he can be impeached. Something bad can happen to him. So he is sending a very, very uh, a tricky situation in Congo. Now, to make matters worse, which comes to our second subject, it is uh, the war there. I was watching on um, China um, channel. Uh, they have about 32,000 people are entering Uganda every day because of some war which has broken in eastern Congo again. My question is, first and foremost, to the members of the diaspora, the brilliant minds, Titus, how have we felt to solve this problem in Congo? Well, I don't know. It gets back to... Uh, I was just thinking like probably 20 minutes ago on the idea that, you know, here, I think people from Congo needs to push. There's all musicians in France. There's all these other things. There's historical stuff in Congo where Muhammad Ali fought with another guy. Uh, in Congo, if you see the stadium, you'll be wondering. I was thinking, if people had to do something, how about bring up these matches? Don't you have those guys? What is that team that somebody supports from Katanga province? You have the the team that plays that is sponsored by the Congolese big guy there. Tipi Moses Katumbi. You know, I, I, I was just thinking, how about having this Liverpool? You guys are crazy over Manchester. How about getting Manchester and Liverpool play in the stadium that Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali played fought in there? You can revamp something at least. It's time for you know you played that song, that Africa song, and then I was thinking. That song you played when you were starting the show, that was mm-hmm. about World Cup in South Africa. So I was thinking, surely, if it's time for Africa, we've had Manchester play here in Minnesota at the stadium because they're trying to even change it, the system. These stadiums are meant for baseball. Yeah, they're meant mm-hmm. for baseball and the other things. But now because some of the guys, this basketball guy owns some team in London, uh, there's something they can use the stadium for. It's just the painting lines and putting golfers, and you can use a stadium with the capacity, especially when this baseball is off. So I was thinking, if you revamp that stadium where Muhammad Ali fought, you keep playing that guy who's going to sponsor that. Moses Katumbi has enough money. You will knock down all this Ebola thing about Congo and whatever. All the Zambians will be all the way to Kinshasa, wherever. To go and watch that match. <laughs> you make money, you change things, people know. Yeah, right. That's why Muhammad Ali fought. I mean, it's about the Congolese guys, all these guys playing in Congo, in France. They have enough money to do that. 
Just a thought. Oh. <laughs> That's almost crazy. No, very. Because, you know, what I'm getting from what you're saying, uh, Titus, it is to put a positive spin on this country. Mm. Brother mm-hmm. Noel, this, this country, Brother Noel, are we just going to die? But we, we are not born. You know, men, men, strong men, we fail to solve this problem in Congo. Why? Oh, you know, because you, you don't do it somewhere. No, 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 Titus, yeah. it, 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 it's nowhere now. Let's go to know. Yeah. You, you gave a very wonderful uh, summation here. Go ahead, Bruno. You know, this, I am not very familiar with the Congo thing and how how it can be solved. I think the ethnic groups in Congo, I think, are more diverse than the ones in Zambia. That's just one thing, I think. But like the, just like the last time we discussed Congo, I talked about their music. Their music has such a big impact on the culture. So if their musicians really, like Titus was talking about, uh, 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 about soccer mm. or football, if their musicians could come together and say, guys, this is our country. Can we sing about mm. our country? Can we advertise our country in a, in, in a good way? Can we put our money and heads together to make our country in a positive way? They can really, really do that because that is the group that brings Congolese together and Africans together is through their music. So they can use their music to influence their people to, and influence their politics in a positive way. That's just a solution that I think. I mean, we all should use things in our country that we already have to enhance our country. And I think the people in the Congo can use music as that light to bring light to the situations in their country. Unless all the musicians belong to a certain tribe, so they don't want the other tribe, so they're not going to sing about the other tribe. You know? But if they're all from different tribes, all from different provinces, they can come together and do something for that country. Because that music has an impact on their country and the rest of Africa. That's just a thought. Yeah, it, it is a good thought. It is a good thought. It's a good thought, Mishal and Timpa. From 1960, uh, when they got their independence, they killed the, uh, that, that, that man. Patrice uh, Lumumba. Lumumba. They killed Lumumba. And some of us were very young when Mule sang, sang that song. We all uh, heard it. I don't know. It was sung in Kaonde. Lumumba. <laughs> this is 2021, 2019. It's like all of us, we have become numb to the Congolese problem. And yet these are real people who are suffering. You see, um, Roger. Well, Roger, can uh, I say something there? Hello? Roger. Uh, okay, let you and Timpa go, and then you, you, you come, Baluku. Uh, uh, Thank you so much. The problems of Congo are very immense, and uh, they are so deep that uh, a lot of people believe they were designed by um, uh, King Leopold, you know? <laughs> First of all, 
people don't communicate. They, they, they didn't design road networks to, to connect provinces. You know, there are parts of the Congo that you just have to fly to get into another province, you know. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago I was trying to call the Zambian um, embassy, and they mm -hmm. told me that they don't have land phones. You, everybody has to use the cell phones. Can you believe mm -hmm. it's an office? In Kinshasa? Yes. Oh, you know? Wow. You, you, when you're trying to call the Zambian embassy in, um, in Congo DR, you, people have to provide cell phones. And then you, I call somebody and say, oh, I'm not, in, I'm not in the office. Would you try this other cell phone? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that is the situation, you know? And a lot of francophones had problems when, when the French and France and French-related uh, colonialists were leaving those countries. They were so bitter that they dismantled the system. You know, bad as uh, you know, England was and the English and all other European colonialists. Whatever Monsho, the reason is, this long, sure, this long, we have failed all of us to put our minds together. All of us, we have failed. The, 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 the other thing you shouldn't forget, Roger, is that um, Congo has a, ro a lot of minerals, you know, uranium and you know, yeah. gold and diamonds, that once that country gets together, they, they, then they, they, they lose. All the multinational and, that's and, mining and that's why I'm, sure I'm saying what I'm yes. saying. That's why I'm saying yes. what I'm saying. Regardless mm -hmm. of the reason. Yes. Go, go ahead, Rod. <laughs> okay, let's let allow So Let's allow me, I'm so disappointed, Valukuku, with ourselves. It's a thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and one would wonder what, uh, you know, the African Union is doing, you know, in any case. But uh, uh, Congo's problem has been, uh, as you said, it, you know, extends very well back to when uh, the King of Leopold was, uh, King Leopold had it as his own uh, uh, property, you know, it was his own property. But, uh, Congo has been, I think, a, a pawn in the chess game of political, you know, um, uh, politics, especially during the uh, the Cold War. You know, uh, Lumumba was, uh, I guess, aligned to the Russians, and uh, the others, like um, should, uh, I don't know if it was uh, uh, Mobutu or Kasavubu or somebody like that, was aligned with the Americans. So the Americans killed, you know, Lumumba. There's no question about that. But uh, as somebody has mentioned, because of the wealth of, of Congo, you know, Congolese people have played like pawns in the chess game, you know. And they are, one would even go to an extent of saying some of the militias and they are, uh, are trained by multinationals, you know, financed, so that they, they continue destabilizing that country so that they can have easy access to minerals, you know. That, that's, you know, we have to look at it at also at that scale. How do we zero in? How do we find these multinationals who are, you know, uh, causing these uh, freak, uh, conflicts in Congo? And, uh, and then they go out and align with neighboring countries. They recruit from neighboring countries and they go in. So it's, it's, 
Yes, they are divided, and uh, there are many tribes there, and there are you know, Shombe, I think, was talking of creating a, a Lunda kingdom that extended into Zambia. That's another story. But uh, we also have to look at, at that, uh, at, at the political influence, I mean, the economic influence uh, uh, on um, on Congo from outside, you know, going into in, instigating, supporting uh, these, uh, uh, these um, uh, uh, conflicts. So that they can they can fly in. They do fly in. The, 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 the prospectors fly in with, in with the choppers and and uh, and go around and look for minerals, you know, especially cotton. That's for that's used in uh, in uh, in cell phones. The Congo has in the cell phones. Yes. That yes. Mm. All right. About it. Yeah. No. Thank you. If if we need to organize, uh, I don't know. Maybe it is us. We should organize a conference on Congo. We should we should we should yeah. do something. Next week, I'm going to find someone from Congo. They should come on radio. Explain to us, what is the problem? Why we can't find a solution to this problem? Ah, no, no, no. We are. Kelvin, you are in Lusaka, Zambia. Bikev, talk to me. Roger, Roger. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 are, you are in Zambia. How is Zambia, my friend? Zambia is beautiful. Uh, I got here Wednesday after a 20-hour flight. Uh, the food is awesome as usual. Of the course. people are friendly. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's home. It's home, actually. Don't mm. get married, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, if I if I do or when I do, you'll be my best man. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Put that in writing. <laughs> Put yeah. it up on your good, good to have you. Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I was uh, just telling the friends on the call uh, today, as always, watching uh, people, real people, not uh, this news, uh, real people crossing over from Congo to. Uh, to, to Uganda and, and stuff like that. And my question this morning to the call was, how have we, the we, not yet this one who has we, the members of the diaspora, Zambians, the Nigerians and everyone, right. how, why have we failed to figure out what a solution could be? You know? Ah. So b- before we figure out the solution, the problem is static itself. They, they are the leadership, right? There's this uh, unspoken uh, respect among these uh, leaders that you cannot uh, go in and interfere. It's not interference. When somebody is abrogating the tenets of democracy in their own country, uh, being violent against uh, their own people, you have to intervene as studies. Uh, look at what ECOWAS did uh, when they moved into one, one of the uh, West African countries. That's what you need to do. You need to send a message to these guys. Can, 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 can I organize uh, Kelvin, me and uh, Brother Msokotwane here? I think we have connections at uh, uh, Prime TV. You need to go there and talk. So what is really the problem? Why we have failed to solve Congo problem? Well, there is something wrong with that. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking. And I'm not going to blame anybody this morning. But us. Roger. 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 Um, so 
I'm, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say bye, though. I wish I could uh, stay longer. Just wanted my That's family okay. to come here safe. And I'm, no, we understand. I'm happy. We understand, but I'm serious about connecting you to Prime TV to go and talk, talk about the Congo issue. Say, why, why? Please bear that in mind, Kelvin. That should be your, your homework for, from oh, that yeah. bit here. Okay. Okay, okay, I'll be in touch. Yeah, I'll be in touch. I'll call you on WhatsApp. Yeah, I'll call you. Thank all, you, my brother. All the best. All right, guys. Uh, all the best. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, yeah. take care. Uh, Roger. Yeah, so, uh, Nathan, uh, you were about to say let, something. When Valukoko was talking, this is what came to my mind. Yeah. Congo is our Palestine of Africa. Okay? Mm, that's deep. That is that Israel-Palestine that Israel situation. The, the bottom line is that, number one, uh, the so-called Western interests are not interested in the welfare of the people, but the wealth that is in that country. It's very mind-boggling and is so much confusing how you can have so much wealth and yet so not have any structure of some sort. That's very confusing. Uh, by the way, what's his name? Alan, Alan posted pictures that he was in Kinshasa. We need to get him. When he comes back, he needs to come here and talk about some things. Kinshasa, when I looked at those pictures, was looking like... He, What's the capital of uh, Afghanistan? Uh, Kabul? Something. I think it's Kabul. Kabul. Yeah. When I looked at those pictures, it was looking like Kabul, like there was a war there or something. And it's not. The thing is, I feel you, my friend, when you say we are to blame or we are to. The thing, you see, well, that's what I'm telling you that when Malukuku was talking, I brought out some a lot of points. The second point is, African Union, African Union, okay? Uh, let me take this route, and I know some people listening out there will be upset with me. You know, like they say, when you reach a certain stage, age, you stop worrying about what people think or whether you are impressing them or not. So I'm just going to say it. I cannot fathom how African Union is trying to go, trying to go the... To, it's good they are reaching out to us in diaspora to develop some city called Wakanda One. And Dr. Yeah. Patrick warned us, warned us about using names, uh, names, mysterious names like that. You cannot be trying to develop Cletus and think a certain way about a whole continent when you've got a problem in your neighborhood like we have in Congo. You see, like I'm trying to say, you, okay, why don't you put those issues aside and try to address the issue in Congo? Try to address, we've even forgotten about Somalia, uh, Roger. Like Obama used to say, is this the new norm? We've forgotten about the problem areas of Africa, yeah. and we've just continued on. Oh, Wakanda won. Uh, African Union, some land where they're going to build this, this, this. Come on, get serious. What are you talking about? I'm so sorry to shoot somebody's dream down, but I'm sorry. It's not making sense to me. It's not. Our priorities are totally messed up, confused. That we, I don't know. If you to paper, I don't know what we smoke. I mean, I don't know nothing. I, I really don't know. You know, I sat there looking at uh, children crossing. Ah! 
these are human beings. And sometimes in a Monday, people listening on the call, I even question God. How do you create a country like this? All they have to go through is suffering. All they have to know is suffering. I, ah, no, 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 no. No, but, uh, the, but, uh, the Congo Roger. issue really touched me in a very, very uh, weird way. And I said, no, this problem is not for me to go and blame Sadiki or blame African Union. This problem is me. I know what I can mm. do. Personally, I know what I can do. Can I stop the war in Congo? No, but I know there's something I can do about it. I, we can start right here where I am in New York, where you are. We start organizing ourselves, having, uh, you know, this is summertime, barbecues for Congo. Let's find the solution. We talk among us ourselves. Guys, how can we stop this problem in Congo? Kenyans, come. Let's talk. Nigerians, come. Let's talk. How can we? And then we start putting pressure on us and into Sadiq, putting pressure into African Union. That problem can be solved. Mm-hmm. They are even having elections, which is just the waste of Roger, money, if you ask me. Roger, Roger, Nathan, can I come in? Do you guys recall that the name OAU was changed to African Union in Lusaka, Zambia? If the history is known, uh, again, it will carry more weight whatever we're trying to do. That history, we should keep it up. Probably, we should also have a history of what what are we doing as Zambia to try and help Congo. Yeah, but, 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 but you, know, you know what I just said? Before we say as Zambia, we need to start saying as Nathan or as Titus, what am I doing well, to stop what well, is happening well, in Congo? Well, I think I cannot start trying to solve Zai without me getting in contact with Moses Katumbi, who also has <laughs> diamonds. He can even speak to Gemba. He was in Zalusaka Zambi. You just can't try to solve. Because somebody in Congo will tell you that we don't even want you, as much as you are trying to solve their problem. So as you are trying to solve the problem, you need to encompass yourself with the Zairians. Then you're going to look at the campus. Who can you associate with? The same Moses Katumbi is the one who might be dealing with it. That thing they put in cell phones. He's the one that can call for a conference on gemstones to be carried forward in in in, in Zai. Do you think uh, these investors will not go there? Well, well put. Well, 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 well put. Well put. Well they put, destroy uh, all the minerals they are dealing with in Congo, and those yeah. investors know that you find Dr. them. Dr. So Patrick, about let, let, let me throw this to Dr. Patrick as we uh, transition to something. Uh, Dr. Patrick, the the Black Caucus and the, everyone there. How can we involve these people to help us with this Congo problem? You have to you have to have a nexus. You have to have a reason for the Black Caucus to engage in a foreign country. Uh, the mm. best way to initiate is to convene a, a CODEL. That means a congressional delegation trip to to the Congress. <coughs> but in but in that I like case, that. 
you, you have to be invited. Uh, the government of Congo has to invite the um, Black Caucus to visit. Uh, I'm sure that there'll be many um, Black congressional members who would like to travel to to Congo, but it can only happen on a delegation. I think before that can happen, there has to be a, a mustering up of of interest to the interests of of Congo, and the because a, a lot of individuals, a lot of megapolitans, a lot of um, international corporations know of of the Congo, and that's why they're there. I think the Congo is the richest is the richest country in Africa and on the global continent uh, continent that has the richest resources. So the Congo is a prize. It's a jewel. And it's very difficult to take that away from the the um, neo-colonists that are still in the Congo. So it's a, it's a very large um, challenge, and I think uh, you're right, Roger. The way you can so the, begin the, the, the to the challenge, Doctor Patrick, is uh, is big. We understand that this country got independence in 1960. Uh, this is uh, we're talking about 60 years ago. 60 years ago, no matter how big the problem is, uh, we've had the challenges uh, uh, worse than this in Rwanda. A million people yeah, have at once. But what you have to look at is um, you come up with a number of challenges and you multiply that by an infinite number. And that's what you'll find in the Congo. And the best way to approach it is what you're talking about now, is to get the conversation going uh, on Zambia Blog Talk Radio to have inviting guests from the Congo to talk about yes. what's happening that's and right, what that's we are going can to do. be done. Yes. Yeah, that's that's the that's the only way I see a dent can be made. And a comparison that I would like to use at this particular time is Haiti. Haiti is in a, a dire condition similar to the Congo. The difference is is Haiti does not have any money and it's a historical payback. That's why Haiti is in the condition they're in now. And Congo has a lot of money, but it's a capitalistic freeze that's happening in the Congo. But the suffering is identical in Haiti and the Congo. So yeah. the, the best the best My approach brother. is what you're talking the best approach is what you're talking uh-huh. about, uh, Roger, is to begin the conversation on Zombie Blog Talk Radio. That's the best way. Thank you, thank you, Doctor Patrick. Um, I, 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 I'm just disturbed, and uh, this coming week I'll bring someone uh, from Congo. I work, work very, very, very hard. We need to start Roger. understanding. One more thing, and you alluded to it. As a matter of fact, you didn't allude to it. You said it out front. Is uh, Don't use the Wakanda analogy to, to um, the Congo. We're talking about real-life situations 
and we're not talking about uh, a mystical movie. So let's, uh, as you said, let's keep the separation between reality and uh, fictional characters. Congo is real. Wakanda is not. Okay. Uh, from Congo to Zambia, um, let's start with the, the education department there. Uh, CBU and UNSA are still closed. Uh, is it uh, one timpa? Is it still uh, UNSA or just CBU? I think it's CBU. It's CBU. Okay. Yeah. Um, like Congo, <laughs> like Congo, uh, closing the universities in Zambia is also like a habit. It is uh, uh, every year. It's like Christmas. It has to happen, no matter what. Um, Number one question, when we keep closing uh, a university like this, I think we have talked about this question. Number one, what happens to the future of uh, education uh, as far as um, uh, not only our children are concerned, but our education level in our country? When when we are closed, everyone else but is not closed. They are going forward. They are discovering stuff. But we keep doing this, uh, sorry to say, nonsense every single year and we are also getting numb to it we close and we even forget about it we are even numb to it first question is how do we end this problem the the, the closures of universities in zambia how do we end this problem who wants to have a go or again we are just numb we don't know what to do <laughs> we we uh, know what to do. Right? One, suggestion, we, we have... one suggestion would be a a national fund to finance the universities. A lot of universities, such as here in the United States, the historically black uh, colleges and universities, HBCUs, a lot of them are tittering on the point of closing down because of lack of funding. So if a global fund can be uh, generated for the universities and colleges in Zambia that need the money, most most colleges need money, but some more than the other. If we can generate a, a, a financial fund, a dedicated fund for the colleges, that would go a long way of keeping them open. Before we go to funding, Dr. Patrick, Maybe I'm thinking um, politically uh, as well. Um, most of our presidents, they run to closing the school. Uh, yes, there's a funding issue which causes all these problems when they protest. Uh, but before we get to that problem, this idea of closing a university every year um, is not okay. It's, it's, it's not good for 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 a nation which doesn't even appear on any metrics as far as the education level is is concerned. We don't appear on anything. Not, not, as not. Yet. Roger. <clears throat> Roger. 
You know why funding is connected? You know why funding is connected? Oh, I agree. I, I agree. You know, but it's because I'm just saying, the reason why, I, I, the reason I'm just why saying, the po politics also plays a very big role. Into, this is how uh, they are connected. I agree with you. I agree with you. This mm. is how they are connected. One, the reason why it has to take uh, Professor Nkandluo to close CBU instead of the Chancellor of the Investors because that's where the money is coming from. So the first thing we have to do is to take out politicians and give back the power to the invest councils to run the investors professionally. You know, even if they are public funded, because because politicians are not the ones that fund the, the CBU and UNSA. It's the people of Zambia, you know. And if you have the council there, those are the people who are supposed to make intelligent decisions on the best way that they want to run the university. Not a politician, but because the, the funding comes from the politicians. The politicians are the ones that are cutting the cake. Mm. That, is, that is why they have the power. So the funding coming, you cannot divorce the funding uh, from the politics and the running of a, um, a university. Mm. Well, this could, be, this could be an additional plank for the platforms that we've been suggesting to the upcoming politicians who are running for the presidency. Uh, we, we, we have a plank on a platform that we would like to see the candidate talk about an FDIC-like uh, protection uh, oh. to ensure the monies. We also talked about having economic cooperatives to provide investment capital for for small borrowers. We also talked about a plank for malaria eradication. And we also talked about a plank for the platform that talks about prisons and drugs to train the trainees a pathway to jobs in a new environment or cities. So if we're going to talk about that and as a platform, this could be another platform to I like take that. the money from the, take the money from the politicians and return it back to the to the um chancellors, the college chancellors. I like that. If if that's if that's what we're all talking about. I I, I like that Doctor Patrick uh, on two uh, on two fronts. Uh one, when we talk to opposition leaders, uh you have work to do uh, to bring H H we, 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 we are not going to be asking these uh, endless questions which just give us uh, uh, answers which sounds good. But we'll be asking questions like, when you become president, do you promise the Zambian people never, no matter what, never to cause an invest? Never! Would you agree we do, we do that with the HH? Yes. I, no, this is yes. Now this I okay. just to make you that's just to make you feel better. I asked him if when we bring him on the radio, there is certain question that he would like to answer or to be asked. He said, "I know there's going to be questions that are going to be uncomfortable, but I am ready for whatever questions people have to ask me, even the next one." So, yes, he will be able to answer that question. Yeah, and, uh, and we are going to tell him, we don't want explanation. All we want is, like the Congo problem, 
we have seen closures. We have seen mm -hmm. closures here and there every day. So we don't want any explanation. Just tell us, no matter what, I'm not closing a university any day. That's all we want to hear uh -huh. from you. We don't want you to hear any explanation this and this. Uh -uh. When I become president, uh -huh. no matter what, I will sit with those kids. We will find solution. We will never close the University of Zambia. Never. Uh -huh. Not under my watch. Uh -huh. I'm not under my watch. I'm working on it. You know, the reasons why the, the, the universities are closed, usually, even extending way back to the calendar days, they are threatened. They are, you know, they are threatened by, by uh, free speech. They are threatened by the opposition because the universities, they bring out all kind of, uh, of, of and, uh, and, ideas. And that's why, Balukuku, we need to challenge the politicians. For that reason yeah, we are giving... The reason we need to challenge these politicians, we, we know you close these institutions for political purposes. Never. We, yes. You promise us here. No, no more. Yes. <laughs> no, no, I. The I, next I, one. I, I, because because when it was in opposition, the university acted as an opposition. So even now, you know, they, 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 the universities, they say things that are, are in opposition to what the government is doing. So whatever the, the university does, you know, is seen as uh, a challenge to their leadership. So they close it. They have the power to do it. Yeah. If, if they are doing the right thing, they shouldn't have to be, to be afraid because it's in the United States here. You know, universities, are, they are active in politics. They, they were yeah. active yes. in the civil rights. Yes. You know? They were, but, they were so active in Vietnam. Vietnam War. Yes. Addiction never right, liked right. Even, they, yes. even the, 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 the Iraq War, you know? So if you are doing the right thing, then you don't have to be afraid. That's right. Mm-hmm. The next thing, Valano, uh, we have to work on is, I think whatever we are saying here, in my view, you agree with me, has to be live on one of the radios in Zambia, Titus. We, we, we have to work on this. This is 10th year anniversary we are reaching. Some of these things, I think, will make our people start to think, that, uh -uh, when are these things doesn't make any sense, you know? This Congo neighbor here, noise, noise doesn't make sense. Closing universities because of, uh, they've just say they've uh, made the, uh, Mr. Lungu's, uh, they made his feelings, he feel bad, he closes. This has to stop. So those but two questions we are going to work on, HH coming, HH coming, and uh, one of the radios. We, we really have to make some connection. Uh, our work has to be going live. Ten years, Yakula. If I may say something, just a little bit, Roger. The, yes. The, 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 last, the last speaker who had uh, spoken about uh, the university being like the opposition, you know, it, it's very, very true. Because if you look at even the unions now in Zambia, some of the unions are starting to get shut down. Which means yeah, because they're dead. the unions... Mm -hmm. Yes, the unions probably are saying we don't like what these people are doing, so we're going to stand up. And yes. I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but now I'm hearing also that journalists 
have to have a certificate to be a journalist. So which means that they will be able to choose what journalists are going to be there and what journalists are not going to be there. So every kind of opposition is on its way to getting shut down. Because if you want to certify journalists as a government, you will be able to say, okay, ZNBC will be the only uh, station available. So everything that is opposing the powers being is being shut down, just like the universities, just like the union, and just like part of, 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 of our journalists. We are in trouble. We are in so much trouble. Okay. <laughs> that was uh, that was uh, another issue. We, we, we have so many chronic issues in Africa. Yeah. Africa, just yeah. chronic like it is, is it? Ah! No, 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 no. Anyway, Roger, here we go. Roger. Yes, sir. Roger. Yes. Before we, you close, I, I read this uh, story that uh, Zambia has signed a memorandum of understanding to teach Chinese in um, secondary school. Okay, that one, I think we are covering it under uh, education. Under education, it's coming. It's coming, Baluku. Okay. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> it's coming. Uh, we, we have a lot of issues. Where is, where is Nathan? Nathan likes going quiet on me. Uh, Nathan, uh, uh, where are you? Okay, maybe this man is at, at work. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about it. Right. Let's go to. You know, I divided uh, a, a lot of our topics today, uh, according to so many things we talked about, and I said to myself, how I wish one of these days everyone could pick up 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to be making private calls. I'll call you people. Um. Tourism, let's go to tourism there. I found a story on tourism uh, where you commented on, on that when I posted. Um, in Rwanda, they are targeting 74 million to come out of uh, tourism. $74 million. And this is just conference tourism. People coming to Rwanda doing conferences. To put um, uh, 74 million in perspective. 74 million is close to 100 million, one of the top 10 exports we have in Zambia, uh, which only contributes about 2%, uh, is uh, close to this uh, uh, 74 million. And yet, for these guys in, in Rwanda, it is just one of those things they do. They do well. Uh, another perspective, 74 million is uh, what our president bought a plane. Is he paid for this much money, <laughs> for uh, almost 100? <laughs> I didn't say that. That was uh, Mr. Mutokutuane who said that. Uh, now, think about 74 million or 100 million, how many people they are putting to work, Vantimpa. How many people are benefiting for, to, for just having uh, so many people come to the country because of uh, uh, conference tourism? They are raising 74 million. Think about how many people 
are in employment just because of that. Roger, Roger, if you get a yes. chance, read read your email right after Nathan's program. I sent something okay. about education and about Simon, and and what I put in the the message to you both has to do with Simon engaging in a training program or a tourist training program, a one-class program for Zambians and for the uh, diaspora to travel to Japan. But before traveling to Japan, to receive an understanding and appreciation of of what you're going to see and what you should know before you get there. So I sent that to you in hopes of developing a package to bring Simon to to the conference, uh, the anniversary. Now, in addition to what the brother mentioned before, earlier about Zambia signing a contract with uh, Zambia with respect to tourism, we can dovetail with that memorandum of understanding with what we just talked about in, in Nathan's program with Simon. So I think it's an opportune time to make things happen with regards to tourism and engaging the the powers that be being tourism in Japan as well as tourism in, in Zambia. So take a look. When you get a chance, take a look at the, the email I sent to you. I will. My, I, I go back what, to what? my question. What, yeah, yes, Roger. somebody. <laughs> yes. Concern, concerning tourism, two, yes. two, two, two things. Uh, I, I visited Zambia two weeks ago, and I have been posting pictures of some of the things that I, I, I yes, I know, Zambia. very interesting stuff. I, I, I was going. Do you know that I have gotten calls from people here in America and in Zambia about how they think I was using that as advertising for people to go and visit Zambia? I've gotten calls from both Zambia and here. You know how in two weeks that I've been here, how many people have said they are going to Zambia with me the next time I go? There There you go. I, one one individual, is able to do that. How can a country, the whole country, not able to do that? That's number there you one. Go. Number two, number two, we have everything in Zambia regarding tourism that we can to get people. And when you talk about people, you're also talking about investors. But we are not, what is the Ministry of Tourism doing? What is our embassies doing? to show where we come from and what they're able to do. Uh, embassies, we are supposed to try to lure the people who are getting visas to go to other countries to come to ours. We are supposed to show these people what our country is like. Every embassy, Zambian embassy, is supposed yes. to have a branch of tourism. But I don't think we are doing enough of that. Zambia it has a lot to offer. But our government is not doing enough. We have probably have more to offer than what Rwanda has to offer. And yes. they are getting oh, the definitely. system. Sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know if it's ten times bigger than Rwanda. Can I come in, Roger? Yeah, yeah, yes, uh, yeah, yes, my, my, my brother. Continue in the, in the, in the same vein. Because I think this, uh, in the same line that... 
uh, Noel, I saw the pictures and everything. I want you guys to think about this. I got a report that sometimes there's two copper choppers that go. One is it, is the president is in it. The other one, I don't know whether it's courting. Why can't we have all these embassies advertising? Nowhere you went area viewing the Victoria Falls. How much money can we make in a month if that chopper is getting money, whether to pay for the universities of Zambia students, instead of it packed or going to campaign? If we are serious about the Ministry of Tourism, mm -hmm. we already have a chopper. You don't have to buy a tourism chopper. It's already there. We don't need two. We don't have two presidents. We already have a chopper. <laughs> that should be advertising all the embassies and where you know you can tell us how much it was costing in U.S. dollars to circulate whether it's one hour or four hours to see the water rafting and to see the force from both ends. Why isn't that chopper doing that? Again, that's a good angle you bring in and what your contribution brought. If you think about the numbers, you go on my page, you're going to see that 74 million. I just sat, closed my eyes, and I thought about how many people can be in employment for bringing 100 million in a country. I'm not going to touch the yeah, presidency can... plan. I'm not going to talk about the presidency plan. I'm not talking about that one. But just bring well, 100 million in a country, just bring 100 million in a country, how many people we can put in uh, to work? A lot. Well, let talking me, about let, what let Titus me, was let talking me. about. Yes. Yeah. What Titus was talking about, we can do quickly by revisiting our one-pagers. If we put together at least 10 one-pages and provide it to the embassies and throughout the United States, that will go a long way of, of tourism and advertising the country. So we, we don't have to wait for anyone else. We can put some one-pages together, give it to the um, tourist girls, and give it to the embassies. So, and whenever anyone asks but, 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 about Zambia or yeah, Zambia. I, I, I like the... Now we bring about the, the one pager. Uh, I was given a very bad quotation by Zambians. Uh, how can we find or can we solicit either from the. Uh, our government is broke in Zambia. I don't know where we can find money. Uh, embassies to begin with, uh, they don't have websites, functioning websites. You go to the Canadian one, it is something else. Uh, the one in DC, it is something else. The one in India was updated in 1980. That's the last time they updated it. Uh, <laughs> so that tells us, yeah. And we talked about but it. Our, but, our brothers, but our brothers and sisters out in the diaspora, they have, they have access to, to Internet. They have access to computers. They have everything one can imagine. So... I mean, going to the embassies is one thing, but if we put the one pages out, you you'd be amazed at how many uh, the tourist ministry will come up with money to promote it. You'd be amazed at what the embassy budgets will come up to to put online their own systems that can promote their country. 
Only thing you have to say is, this is what we have. This is the package. Please run with it. Yeah. Well, just just to just add on what Dr. Patrick said, Noel, let me bring this attention to you. When you went area viewing, another part we should look at, you probably paid to go for area viewing. I would like to ask to find out who pocketed that money. I hope it's not a South African company. That's why I'm talking about the chopper sitting wherever it is. Because if you went on that chopper and you paid whether it's $30 or $40, that goes into an account where you can develop, you can pay. Titus, why don't you flip flip that question? What is the possibility that we, the members of diaspora, can hire a, a, a helicopter which should start doing that business? Aha, that is, that is what my next comment was going to be. That is what my next comment was going to be. You see, yes, Titus, sorry to disappoint you, but the money is Nothing. going... The money is going to the South African company. The South African own, own that. When I called to book for a helicopter ride, that Saturday, it was fully booked for the whole day. Now, if it's fully booked for the whole day and it's $200 for 15 minutes, Hello. how many minutes is that a day? So if the government got three helicopters and had their own thing going, and maybe charge even $20 less, how much money would they be making for the government? They have a 15-minute ride, a half-an-hour ride, a 45-minute ride, and I think an hour ride. Now, if a half, 15 minutes is $200, and there's two people, come on now, do the math. Forget the 30 <laughs> So that, forget the $30. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and you're saying that the government has no money, but it has a chopper, right? Three no, them. forget government. You guys, forget government. Forget government. Huh? Our government is broke. Forget our government. Let's go there and the get a permit. We want a permit and we want to, to be running this. Oh, there's a businessman we want to invite who is going to contribute this and we can put money. Forget government. Excite us. Okay. Whatever government gives you, government will take away from you. We should all always remember that. This is why the Americans, sometimes, you know, I support them, although they want government when they see a hurricane. But this is why they don't like, like the, the inefficiency of government, especially the African government. We know how inefficient they've been. They've just been as a problem as Congo, we talked about. Forget government. Congo is another level, though. <laughs> Forget government. <laughs> but again, I, I draw your attention. Uh, one of the African countries, uh, which is Rwanda, is drawing, bringing 74 million per year. No, well. Per annum. No, well. And I said, uh, uh, I can sign in now, put in some money. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Ahead, I, 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 I mean, I mean oh, okay. if, if this is one thing we can uh, find a bond or, or something. We, we we buy and then we we will be contributing, getting okay. shares. Okay. Now we are talking business. You know. Now we, we we are talking, but the idea of government, forget about about it. We have very little faith. You know that, especially. I don't know. I would like to. But again, I would like to. I, I bring to seventy-four million in the 
economy like Zambia, and you know tourism, tourism is serious money. This is money which directly affects people. It's not like copper which has to go to Switzerland, go to here. Uh -uh. This is direct uh, when, when, when no one paid for a helicopter, he paid direct to the owner, and the owner benefited, period. It ends there. I would like to see a business plan for those helicopters. <laughs> Because when you put things, I love that. I like that. We plan, love you, Doctor Patrick. When you, you put, know that. Yeah, when you put together a business plan, you'll see the pros and yeah. cons of doing that. So, yeah. if someone is willing to engage in a helicopter service, then let's see that business plan and and work out the kinks, and then we can get a, a helicopter program going. I mean, not not okay. only a a helicopter. Head, yes. Um, not only do they do helicopters, they do safari rides. They do everything that any Zambian or any government can do, but none of it is going to. It's so amazing how they came in and did all this, all in one area, just in Livingston. Can you imagine what other areas that go to Sampia, go to all these other areas, Colombo Falls, yeah. which haven't been tapped yeah. in yet? They haven't been tapped in yet. Yeah. I mean, Sanfia, Sanfia is uh, another area which is uh, under, uh, underperforming uh, because of how long it takes us to get there. So I don't know. Maybe helicopter can, 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 can help in that area. To just today, I was thinking if I was they, president they of have, Zambia. Um, they have an airline. They have an airline called um, Mahogany. It flies into, into Mansa from Lusaka. Yes. Yeah, but how many so, people can afford that airline? Well, tourists do. Tourists like Noel anyway, can true. afford it. That's, that's true. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so again, we, we need our own president. Uh, just to say, hey, guys, this year we are going to target 100 million to come in Zambia. In yes. Uh, yes. Let's go. Next. Unless someone else wanted to say something there. Yeah, I, wanted to say, I wanted to say something that um, that really happened. So, um, in 2015, me uh -huh. and uh, then tourism minister were taking a walk in the city, and uh, we we happened to pass by um, Times Square, and then she was saying, "Wow, this is a good spot for advertising," and she saw the Turkey Airlines, like the big, big, big uh, commercial for Turkey. And she said, like, wow, if we put them on Sotunia here, then I said, like, you guys have, you have the mission right here in New York, you know, and they have the component of tourism. Then you, the, the uh, tourist board used to know, they still have an office in, in uh, Manhattan, the tourist board. Then you have uh, the Washington, D.C., they have the person from, say, all those ideas can, uh, they are the ones who are supposed to feed to you so that you guys uh, make an implementation, you know. We have so much that we haven't talked about as Zambians, as Noel put it. You know, we just need to let people know. So that that was my thought. Okay, it is uh, it is timely. It is it, it is timely. Um, uh, again, one of the programs I would like us to to work on. Do an investigation, guys. Uh, do an investigation. Just go on the internet. F find out about the Zambian embassies where uh, where they are and look at uh, uh, how we are marketing Zambia through 
I mean, the primary, the, the, the primary source of information in this day and age is the internet. But yes. this is our website, a yes. no-go no -go area. And then how are mm -hmm. we selling our country? Yes. I got a quote, like I was saying, Dr. Patrick, these Zambians, they want 60,000 to do uh, a website for each district. Uh, so I told them, no, I can't. I, I, I can't. But I'm sure um, maybe with something we can push. Who knows? There are some fund funding agencies out there who will be interested because of uh, um, the information it will give about Zambia, investment information, yes. tourism information. You never know. But I got a quote, Dr. Patrick, two weeks ago, um, because I, I got tired of listening to one page or one page. So I went and got a, a, a quotation. But these people are asking for $60,000. How much did they quote you again? How much? $60,000 to do all the 10 um, provinces, all the districts. And they'll, they'll, maintain, uh, and they'll maintain the website for how long? No, no, no. After that, we, we probably will give it you're to young men. Okay. Yeah, you're on your own. Okay, so that was hey, from... Roger. Uh, Roger. Yes, Dr. Roger. Yes, Dr. Could you put that down on paper and send it to me? Yeah, actually, it's on, yeah. it's on paper. It's on paper. It was sent through an email. So I'll forward it to you. Repeat that again. Someone, someone approached you and what? Well, I, I, I went and asked uh, um, because uh, if you go online, you do uh, Central Province Expo. Uh, what mm -hmm. the organizers of the Expo in Central Province did was they put up some profiles of each district in Central Province. So the potential it had, wonderful one-pagers. They're not even one-pagers. Uh, I'll send you a link again. Uh, I'll send you a link for, okay. for what they did in Central okay. Province. So I loved it, and I said, this is what Dr. Patrick has been uh, d telling us about. Um, and I asked the people who did that expo, I said to them, uh, can we duplicate this for every province? I'm willing to find uh, for every district, I think within the diaspora, I can find people who can um, uh, sponsor a website for maybe a district. But the court they gave me of 60,000 was just outrageous in my view. Uh, you know, our uh -huh. soldiers, when they hear you are, in, you are in Canada, they just see dollars frying. But we don't give it like that here. That's okay. true. Yes, yes. Send that, send that to me. Maybe we can um, identify, as we have been doing, identifying someone that could build the pages up as yeah. well as maintain it. Cost uh, we, it, yeah. We, yeah. Yes, yes, and, and cost it out. Yeah. And then we can roll that out if we do it expeditiously and correctly. We can roll it the, out at the, the, the problem, Dr. Patrick, was not necessarily the uh, people to construct websites, but it was more of um, the content. The, getting the actual information in the district. Content, that, yeah. where, that was where the work was going to be. Uh, going into, say, Sanfia, uh, getting the information from the chiefs, uh, getting some pictures there. Uh, we had to send physical people to go there. So that was where the, um, the cost was coming from. We can, but we can find people can do that cheaper still. Let, let's just work together. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, like I agree. I and, like and we already I like have. 
we already have someone in, in we we have quite a few individuals in Zambia that could serve as our representatives. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So yeah, let's 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 do that. Let's get it together and and get rid of those obstacles and barriers. Yeah. No, I, I have it. Really I'm not going to forget, and I'll send it uh, probably right away. I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I want to leave a little bit of. I want to leave a little bit of time to talk about uh, the, the the dialogue, but uh, we are cruising very very well. Well, uh, we brought up the question of uh, education. Uh, in, in Zambia. Uh, go ahead. Uh, bring that to the yeah. to the floor here. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's the question of teaching Chinese. And uh, I heard that the government signed a memorandum of understanding to teach Chinese and uh, I think secondary schools. But uh, my, my problem is not uh, you know, with uh, signing the, the memorandum. Although, um, but my problem with... Japanese. Japanese, my brother. No. I think it's Japanese. There, there should be, a, you know, wide consultation. You don't just sign a memorandum you, uh, without consulting the people. If, if the people really want to learn Chinese, and uh, they might say yes. So my problem with how it was, uh, you know, should the government be signing this memoranda without, you know, consultation with the, with, with the, the, the people of Zambia? That's my question, and uh, that is uh, a, and, uh, a, a a question. Uh, this gentleman, mm-hmm. I was listening to him. He, he says uh, part of our um, breakdown as a as a as a nation or as a as a continent was uh, when the colonizers uh, told us we should be using their language, and uh, uh, to this day. Uh, not so many people can express themselves in English because that's not our um, mother tongue. Uh, and now the Zambians are being taught uh, English, uh, Chinese is going to be a must in school. And now they're asking questions as to uh, what kind of arrangement is that? But the question is, is, is this good for Zambia? Should we learn Chinese? A lot of us might say yes. China is the new the new norm. If you are accepting everything China in your country, you might as well learn their language. But uh, others don't feel don't feel the same. <laughs> they say this is uh, uh, the way we are going to be losing our our freedom. We are giving away our country, and we will begin by doing it with our language giving up our language uh, and learning other people's uh, uh, languages. So it is a big issue uh, in Zambia. Maybe our government should have consulted. We don't understand why they didn't consult. They should have consulted. They changed the learning language, and they made it compulsory for that matter. It's not a a choice you pick, uh, I don't want this subject. No, it's compulsory. So... That that is what is going on. I don't know what others uh, others think about about this issue. Yes, sure. Thank you. First of all, learning another language is empowerment. You know, the reason that we 
the, the Zambian people, the Nigerians, the Ghanaians prosper faster in the United States because of uh, uh, the English language that we learn. And if you look at the other people, I, I really feel pity the people who move to the United States and they have to start from the scratch, you know, learning English as a foreign language, you know. It is a big burden. So to that effect, we, we start at an advantage. So Chinese, especially Mandarin Chinese, is, is the most spoken language in the world. And people will say, like, wait a minute, what do you mean? I mean, the, because of the population of the Chinese people. So that's the number one most spoken language by human beings, statistically. You know, and China is 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 also becoming a you know an economic power. So in it's future, power, it, yes. It, it, yes, it will help us in the future. But it's not supposed to be a compulsory subject. It's just supposed, you know, the way we used to learn geography. A lot of people learn geography and biology, and they have never used any of those concepts in their lives. It was wasteful, but the language is always. It's something that that helps. That's what I say. Okay, I, in a way, I agree with with Lighthouse that learning a new language is uh, is an as an empowerment. But can we do it? Can we not mandate it? Can we have it as an option if you want to? We have yes. Italian as an option in Zambia. We have French, French as an option in Zambia. We have Spanish as an option. Why don't you have it as an option to help you when you want it to help you? Why does it yes. have to be forced on us? If I want my child to learn French because I think in the future they will go to France to do a one, I will want them to learn how to speak, uh, how to speak French. If I want mm-hmm. them to learn Italian for their own purpose, I will let them do that. But why would I want them to learn Chinese when I think it will not help them in the future. So let it be optional. Let it be optional like other languages are. Why does it have to be mandated? That I don't understand. And um, I, I, some people think the hidden agenda of China is, is not to have Chinese learn, you know, they, they learn English. So instead of them working at it in order to come and, and, uh, and operate in Zambia, they want to make it easy for them to bring anybody they can bring because now those people will be able to communicate with, with, uh, with the Zambians. So you can look at it that way, that it's in the, in the Chinese interest for us to learn, uh, to learn Chinese. And the think about <laughs> the textbooks. Think about the textbooks. Who's going to make that money of those textbooks? <laughs> That you are yeah. mandatory well, everybody is the understanding you do. Yeah, that's what probably the memorandum of understanding is all about. It to provide uh, yeah. uh, the the money. Uh, next stop uh, before we go to the political one for five let's say for five minutes or so uh, here. Uh, another issue I I looked at I was looking at was the issue of uh, malaria. I was uh, very very surprised. Um, when I saw the the numbers, uh, malaria takes away about 
1.3% of economic growth in a country. 1.3. Malaria-infested countries. There's 1.3%. Listen to this lady, what she, she, had, uh, she has to say. But just if you take malaria out, deaths from everything else go down. And the economist Jeff Sachs has actually quantified what this means for a society. What it means is if you have malaria in your society, your economic growth is depressed by 1.3% every year. Year after year after year. Just this one disease alone. 1.3% malaria uh, takes us. And uh, listen to what she says next about how to attack uh, ma- ma- malaria. Here is what she says. That's not to say that malaria is unconquerable, because I think it is. But what if we attack this disease according to the priorities of the people who lived with it? Take the example of England and the United States. We had malaria in those countries for hundreds of years, and we got rid of it completely, not because we attacked malaria. We didn't. We attacked bad roads bad houses, and bad drainage, and lack of electricity, and rural poverty. We attack the malarious way of life. And by doing that, we slowly built malaria out. Now, attacking the malarious way of life, this is something, these are things people care about today, right? And, it, you know, attacking the malarious way of life, it's not fast, it's not cheap, it's not easy but I think it's the only lasting way forward. I had uh, an argument with my brother. Uh, he's listening right now. Um, he says malaria is a biological problem. Uh, the United States, I think, uh, attacked us with uh, biology, uh, and um, those medicines actually... Um, I don't know, cancer, stuff like that. But who, who agrees here that malaria actually is mainly, if you look at the map of malaria in Zambia, it is mainly in rural areas. In Lusaka, there is no malaria. In Kito, there is no malaria. Malaria is in rural areas. And my argument with Ramata was that, is malaria, gentlemen on the call here, associated with poverty? Definitely. Oh, it is biological. No, it's not. It's uh, it's it's poverty related. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yes. Because you see, as, as she explains, right? Uh, if you go mm-hmm. in rural areas, you find they are the you know where they they get the water. Like they have wells and or water pools you know, and ponds that mm-hmm. are stagnant and that is yes. the malaria breeding ground, you know? Yes. Then you can cut grass, you know, and more the uh, grass. Yes, yes, so the, 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 you, that environment enables the, the mosquitoes to breed and to and to thrive. You know? So it's it's that simple. Even the housing and the temperatures and you know, everything. Everything is compounded into um, poverty, and how malaria 
you know, spreads and uh, how it Dr. Means, Patrick has challenged us uh, to, to talk to um, um, politicians uh, to make it their platform uh, to say, when I become president, I'm going to end malaria, you know. And uh, these are just one of those things I think we are going to to, to, to add on there. I'm not going to talk but about reason, it here. The reason, so, sorry, uh, Roger. The reason uh, why it's not easy for a president to say he's going to end malaria in five years is because it is related to development, you know. <laughs> you can say we'll tackle as much as we can. Yeah, yes. really, yes. it is, you know. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, that's what that lady is saying. Malaria yes. is development. Yeah. yeah, because we, in the United States, they had malaria. No, they've made the breeding ground very, un, the environment very uncomfortable for malaria to, yes. to come. To, to you know, come, and it's yeah. very easy yeah. to attack it. And like you, like yeah. you said, so I was thinking to myself, why don't I find maybe a grass cutter which can use a gasoline? Maybe mm -hmm. it can help them cut a wider area. Uh, oh, yes. That's here, it's not now we are going to spring. Let's not forget also that in those rural areas where it's not that much developed, where there's a lot of malaria, that's where we have our small-scale farmers. So our, yes. our small-scale farmers yes. live off of those fields that are infested with malaria. So how do we develop those farmers to do better so they don't have those infestations in there? That's something we will ha we would have to look to look at in order from to the same video, Brother Noel. From the same video I got uh, that audio, she says malaria actually attacks more in the rain season, and the rain yes. season that's when the, these farmers are supposed to go in the fields. Mm -hmm. So when malaria is attacking, is that attacking the economy it of the country? Away the productivity, yes, the productivity yes. part, yes. Yes. Yes, it is a big, big, big issue. If, if something is taking away 1.3 uh, economic growth, we're talking probably if in terms of Zambia, $2 billion, $2 billion is taken yes. away. Yes, 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 yes. So if we do the math, maybe we only need to invest half of that money to change the environment so that malaria has no, no free range. Mosquitoes have yeah. no free range. Yeah. I like this radio, you know. We, we unpack stuff. We, we unpack stuff, don't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah, every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. <laughs> anyway, so there is a political <laughs> thing going on in, in Zambia, the National Dialogue. Dr. Patrick. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, you have challenged that the, uh, Mr. Lungu gave us the constitution, and uh, all of us were happy when we had the constitution. Uh, three years later, Dr. Patrick, we are, we are doing another constitution. We have started making another constitution. Three years. Within three years. By the same administration, and now they are taking everything, Dr. Patrick, they gave us in the first constitution, things we were happy about, now they are taking them out. 
Let's go. Here, here we go. Are, um, are we going to do... Yeah. Uh, say that again, Dr. Patrick. Okay. Uh, Dr. Patrick, was not talking to me or... Uh, I, di- I didn't hear your, your, your question. Uh, I, I, I think Ramata has come. He wants to say something about the malaria. He has a different view. Ramata, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, yes, Ramata, we are waiting for you. Go ahead. I think you have come for oh, the yeah. malaria. So, it's me, David, because you are here. Oh, ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So oh, you know, so, 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 I was wondering who you were referring to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How are you, my You're also matter, guy. You're also matter, guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a show. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a show. <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, yeah. no, that, that matter, matter can work too. Sorry, guys, I, I haven't really followed the discussion. I'm in Montreal okay. attending a heart failure summit, and uh, I briefly tried to join in, but uh, Roger was not picking up my call, so I had to go and attend the meeting, and then I'm back. And I've just found you guys uh, find, uh, finishing off on malaria. Yes. But uh, the issue is I, I don't know the context in which you guys were discussing uh, malaria with this. Has it come up? Because this is an old, old issue. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, we live in an endemic, malaria endemic area. So geographically, yes. uh, the conditions that we find ourselves in as Zambians are ideal for the breeding of the Anopheles mosquito. And uh, so it's a very... I, I want to, did you listen to the audio? I want to play it again. So that uh, oh, you can I, I have a benefit. I hope I'm not digressing from the... No, 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 we are not digressing because the, the rest we are going to talk about is the constitution making uh, thing, the, the dialogue nonsense. Uh, I'll call it nonsense, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I know. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I'll play it. Uh, you being in the medical office, you will see if you are going to agree with, with, with us. Okay. Because my friend is also... Yeah. Uh, listen to this. She, she, she starts with a with an economy because of malaria. This is how much money the country is losing. It, it is just the twenty yeah. seconds. Yeah, it is. Sure. But just if you take malaria out, deaths from everything else go down. And the economist Jeff Sachs has actually quantified what this means for a society. What it means is, if you have malaria in your society, your economic growth is depressed by 1.3% every year, year after year after year, just this one disease alone. 1.3%. The economy is depressed because of malaria. Now, listen to what she says, what the solutions uh, can be. I think I even sent you an audio, but uh, I was saying that you, now you can listen while on radio. Sure. But just okay. if you take malaria out, death okay, from I'm every... I'm, I'm playing that one again. Here is uh, attacking malaria. That's not to say that malaria is unconquerable, because I think it is. But what if we attacked this disease according to the priorities of the people who lived with it? 
Take the example of England and the United States. We had malaria in those countries for hundreds of years, and we got rid of it completely, not because we attacked malaria. We didn't. We attacked bad roads, bad houses, and bad drainage, and lack of electricity, and rural poverty. We attacked the malarious way of life. And by doing that, we slowly built malaria out. Now, attacking the malarious way of life, this is something, these are things people care about today, right? And, it, you know, attacking the malarious way of life, it's not fast, it's not cheap, it's not easy, but I think it's the only lasting way forward. If, if, you, want, if you want my vote, if you want my vote, then you're going to promise as a candidate for president to at least make a major dent in my neighborhood, my district, to get rid of malaria, if, uh, to get rid of those flies. If you're going to send lawnmowers into my, into my yard, into my land, that's fine. But if you want my vote, this is what you'll have to do. This is what the politicians <laughs> will have to do. We're not talking okay. about getting rid of malaria for, in, with all of malaria in the five years. Just get rid of it, half of it. 30%, 40% of it. Yeah. That's yes. a plant yes. that should be on the platform. Yes. Yes. That's yes. a good point. Yes. Uh, Marcus, go, go ahead as well. You have a little bit of context there. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree uh, to a large extent uh, by what you're saying. Definitely the economic impact is huge, not only in terms of man hours lost um, due to illness, but uh, even the implications of deaths that arise from malaria. We are losing our children, our grandchildren dying very young uh, from cerebral malaria, blackwater fever, just severe forms of malaria. So we are losing in terms of potential future leaders, uh, potential um, uh, 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 manpower uh, that, that might contribute uh-huh. to our economy. But, but on the present, yes, I agree. 1.3% loss, mainly due to mobility. Mobility meaning loss of uh, health yeah, during that time. So yeah. it's definitely something that has been known for a long time. I trained in Zambia at uh, medical school, and I, I saw every form of malaria you can think of, and it was really well taught. Uh, I've been out of the malaria situation now for uh, over 20-something years. I haven't really been keeping up with the infectious disease, but I agree with her. And I agree with Dr. Patrick that malaria is a disease of a lack of development um, because of the, the breeding ground for the the, the mosquito being rife. If you look at some of the compounds in Lusaka, some areas, you find ponds of water lying stagnant and attended to, you know, and, 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 and the, those are the breeding grounds. It's not only tall grass. Tall grass is that the mosquito goes there to rest in the afternoon so that in the evening it can come out and start uh, uh, biting. That is a feed in the evening. They are not just mosquitoes. And uh, so, so one, one thing is obviously improving the general economy of our people, avoiding buying planes for hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> and using that money to, to eradicate malaria would be <laughs> one. 
step two is community-based effort. Education. Yes, I like that. Uh, my, one of my I brothers, like I think Noah, talked about our farmers living in these areas where malaria is ripe. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a truth to that, but if our communities began to take an interest in getting rid of those stagnant ponds that are lying there, uh, you know, and attended to, that would be good steps. Like the way the Rwandans, every Saturday they get up and clean their, 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 their roads so that they clean. We could start to drive like that. Every small community, maybe starting from the home. You have uh, in your yard a pond that's lying there, stagnant. fill it up. And so that's without overburdening uh, that point, I, I think uh, community-based effort. Uh, number three is uh, things we can do as individuals to reduce the transmission rate to avoid being bitten by the mosquito. It's easy for the tourists to come prepared with uh, sprays and uh, wearing long sleeved shirts and all that in the evenings. But for the guy who lives in, in the community, it may not be that easy. But one thing the Zambian, uh, through the aid from uh, international community, have done well, and uh, there's a time I read an article that said they reduced the transmission quite a bit by, by uh, sleeping in medicated uh, mosquito nets. That alone has, has, has made an... And these are cheap. They were being donated by, I don't know which country, whether the U.S., uh, distributing them freely. And I understand if there was an infectious disease guy who was in touch, he could confirm that they, they saw a reduction in the incidence of malaria. And I think places like Lusaka, the numbers of uh, cases of new cases of malaria probably has decreased compared to when I was in Lusaka back in the 80s, that's 90s. True. Because nowadays yeah, um, a lot of roads have been tarred, there's more concrete. And in Lusaka today, you can walk without dust. Uh, you know, those days, you couldn't walk without your shoes being dust. So I think there are some improvements, but that comes with development. Uh, so it's a yes. big topic, uh, but those are the points I would uh, highlight. And then the third point is treatment. So if you, if you, if you haven't prevented it, I, I, do we have enough uh, resources, one, for diagnosis, accurate diagnosis and true for correct treatment. In terms of diagnosis, it's a simple slide uh, which can be done to, to show them the mosquito and, and probably there are newer tests now available for prompt diagnosis and, and treatment. But the drugs should be available and should be cheap. So that, uh, and, and there's also drug-resistant malaria, which has also been a problem. So there, there's so that has been a problem, yes. But I, uh -huh. I couldn't agree with her more that malaria, in fact, even worse than HIV-AIDS, has claimed more lives yes. in the yes. developing world than HIV-AIDS. Yes. Anyway, yes. I'll end there. Yeah. No, thank you for putting uh, the, some, uh, some meat to, uh, to, 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 to that skeleton. Um, uh, we, when we started, we talked about Congo, how this problem has been there since some of us were, were born, and we are even becoming immune to it. Uh, so it's malaria. It is a problem. Uh, I, fortunately enough, some people have solved it. United States, uh, UK, they've solved it. 
I, I, I think we can attack it as well if we just put our minds to it. This is something which is uh, taking a lot of our our people away. Uh, finally, mm. politics. P politics uh, here. Uh, this um, uh, national dialogue. Uh, the, uh, one thing which has really uh, disturbed me, uh, there are a lot of things which has disturbed me, uh, but number one on top of the list is taking away the right to vote for mayors. Uh, they, they don't want that. It, it's, it's like uh, the, the president or the PF, they, they, they are threatened by some of the, um, the mayors, the independence they have, the work they, mm. they, they, they are doing. Yeah. So three years ago, I was telling Dr. Patrick here, uh, three years ago we were given this um, celebrated constitution. Three years later, government is saying, no, people of Zambia, you have too much power. We are getting away this. this. Um, I guess my question to the, to the crew here, uh, where, where is Mosokotwani? Where is, Mosokotwani, um, your take here. Our rights are being taken away just like that. Uh, this government gives you government takes away. I don't know. What is your say on what is happening in Zambia as far as this dialogue is concerned? Let, let, let me say uh, simply. Usually before an election, this is just me, what I've noticed in other African countries as well, usually before an election, the ruling government tries to change the game. In the, the rules of the game. Tries to change the rules yeah. of the game in the middle of the game to, to cater for themselves. Now, the ruling party has already seen the roadmap of 2021. So they are putting themselves in a position to be in an advantage. So when 2021 comes, everything would go their way. For you not to vote for the mayor, what, what does that mean? That means that the government will have to appoint the mayor? Maybe. For you to bring Maybe. back the, the, the for you to bring back the deputy minister, what does that mean? That the, that the government has more people to campaign for them? That they have more leverage on the ground than the opposition? I don't know. But could that be? So they can use the government vehicles because they are even saying exactly. ministers now will not expire while we are in the office. Hey, thank you. These people. So my point is this dialogue is to put the ruling party in a better position to carry on and win the elections because they already see what the roadmap is. They're trying to make themselves comfortable. That's what my opinion is. And somebody else would have another opinion, but why would you want yeah, to Yeah, Bantimpa, Bantimpa is the pro-PF Bantimpa, go ahead. Defend your... Uh, I mean, we, we are really going ba backwards. Uh, as far as the, the nation is concerned, uh, deputy ministers, we didn't need these people, and we don't need these people. They are a cost. We are failing, Bantimpa, to pay wages. Teachers, we are failing to pay them. And now we want to hire more people who are going to need personal to water vehicles. Does this make sense? First of all, stop calling me PF because that that party is so disappointed. Okay, I care more <laughs> I like about it. Yes, like seriously, you know, I supported Mr. Lungu because that guy that guy had a lot of potential to do good, and he started well. And you know what happened? 
you started bringing in the MMD people who people had rejected in in 2011. You know, that was an insult to the the Zambian people. Said we don't want the MMD ways. We want a new way, a new chart. And then you know they voted the PF and and they just abrogated the the people's confidence. And talking about the the so-called NDF, you know that's a sham. It's very disappointing. And you you know we the Zambian people are so peaceful that. Any person can take advantage of us. But what they should yes. know that once the Zambian people draw the line, they have drawn the line. You know, yes. we saw that in Kaunda. We saw how President yeah. Kaunda was, was uneasy and the vigilantes were, were, were arrogant. You know, we, we, we saw that with Chiruba. Chiruba wanted to introduce a third term and they had all those people and lawyers. And everybody said it can be done. The people said, no, it's not going to be done. This thing that uh, Mr. Lungu and, and his friends are trying to do is just not only, you know, silly, it's dangerous, you know? Yes. The, the, it took a, a lot of time, only three years that, the, you know, that commission sat, and people went throughout the country, and we spent a lot of money, the money that we don't even have, <laughs> you know? And then the guy, the guy he wants to play God, like, I give you this, then I'll take it away. Are you serious? I don't think this thing is going to to go into fruition. They are just wasting time and they are wasting the money. Because I if they is, have I, to manipulate it in this, parliament, this is, the next president yeah. to reverse it, and and and, and that's the waste, the waste of more more resources. We waste uh, of money, but they they yes. they are hoping uh, the changing yeah. of these things. We help them win. Um, but I hope the Zambian people are going to take a stand as far as this uh, sham of uh, constitution making uh, is concerned. Another element on here which is very disturbing uh, is, uh, the, uh, is it criminalization of the people who don't sing the national anthem. Some of us grew up in a watchtower where we were almost thrown out of school. Uh, but uh, by the grace of God and by grace of a certain headmaster, we were saved. And today I'm in Canada making noise. Uh, otherwise, I would have been in Kasempa uh, with uh, three, four wives. I don't even know my children's <laughs> names. That could have been the problem. <laughs> that could have been the problem. But I was saved. Now, this uh, government, they want to bring back, if you don't sing the national anthem, uh, you'll be taken to court, uh, to jail for two years. Because you don't sing the national anthem, uh, straight attacking the uh, the watchtower, our friends at the watchtower, uh, Jehovah's Witness, who, who, who don't uh, believe uh, in that. The question of Alukuku uh, is uh, like Americans would say, don't break what is not broken. I, I don't know what benefit government gets when everyone sings the national anthem. I don't know what they lose if somebody says I'm not going to sing the national anthem. I don't know what Mr. Lungu is going to lose. Go ahead, Valuku. Well, I, I, I think that's common sense. That it's an infringement on, uh, on, on personal liberties and rights. I mean, if I don't want to sing, sing the Canadian anthem, which I, I, don't, I don't know the words very well anyway, but if I don't want to sing it, <laughs> Right, it doesn't, doesn't, I mean, you don't have to sing it, you know. You can sing it and yet not even uh, uh, 
be in allegiance to Canada, so singing it doesn't really make a, make a difference anyway. But this is this is infringement on our personal rights and liberties, and this is what we saw even in the one-party state. And uh, like going back to those days when you know if you don't have a unique card, you can't buy, buy anything. If you if, if you are wearing a miniskirt, you can't go anywhere. Uh, and this is what they're bringing. They're bringing back all kind of, you know, politics into the modern era. I mean, you know, what does it matter if somebody doesn't sing the national anthem? Uh, what matters is that they, are, uh, uh, they have allegiance to, it, to the country. So I think this should be resisted with the strongest opposition ever to, to such a thing. Yes. Because today it's that, yes. tomorrow yes. it will be something else. You know, yes, and 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 so forth. Yeah. Dr. Patrick, okay, with right, the right, like right. I said, and you've always said, Mr. Lungu has given you the constitution, but he is is taking away the people's right to vote for mayors. He wants to be, I don't know, appointing the 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 mayors because he's threatened by the independence. Some of these mayors are showing. What say you, Dr. Patrick, as we end the discussion today? Well, in order to change a constitution, I believe you have to go through the same processes as was the case before. You had to go to the provinces and the districts, similar to the procedure for the referendum. I don't believe the president can change it um, by fiat, by his own decision. It has to go through the parliament. And if that's the case, then it's up to the people to make sure this doesn't happen if they do not want it to happen. Now, if the president had had um, set a, a, a referendum to make this change, then it is up to Zambia Block Talk Radio and all the, the voters to protest their disagreement with this change. Because so this change is not only going to be for President Lungu, it's going to be the change for all future presidents. So I think we have to get on the um, get on the march to address this legally as well as politically. Okay, and uh, well, that's what uh, Brother Kratos was saying here. This is what is uh, uh, taking us backwards. We find that every president who is coming in, because the other one thinks uh, the constitution was uh, not neutral, it was a sham. They also, they also start making a new constitution. So we find ourselves, every administration which comes with the Patrick is making a new constitution. We don't even have the money to be doing what, uh, uh, what, we, what we are doing right now. Um, we hope the Zambian people can rise up uh, and stop uh, this sham of uh, a constitution. I hope the church can lead strongest opposition, strongest protest Zambia has never seen to stop uh, this uh, madness, in my view. Uh, I'm sorry to say. But uh, this is uh, taking us backwards, especially bringing uh, deputy ministers. It doesn't make any economic sense. Here you are, you are failing to pay simple wages, but you want to bring people who are going to be having personal to order vehicles, who are going to be demanding high rentals, I don't know. God, come through for Zambia. Thank you, everyone. Please uh, think about Congo. 
that problem has to be solved. Think about malaria, that problem has to be solved. God give us a good government in most of our African countries. Have a good weekend, everyone. We'll be, we'll be back, I think, uh, next, uh, next Saturday. Thank you for your company. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. 